Hi, I'm Rachel Dillon. And I'm Marcus Dillon. And this podcast is Who's Really the Boss, where we highlight the joys and challenges of running a business with your spouse or family. Our mission is to strengthen families and businesses by helping listeners avoid the mistakes we have made so they can lead and live happily ever after. Welcome back to Who's Really the Boss podcast, and actually, welcome back home. Good to have you back. Thanks. It's good to be back. So you were traveling um, at the beginning of the week, and you were actually in Indiana, where it was much colder than in Texas. Um, You missed the rainstorms that we had um, and came back just in time for like sunshine and warmth. So I guess it all worked out. So the great thing was I wasn't in Indiana last week because it was cold, uh, very (laughs) cold. And this week, I think it was in the thirties to fifties. So it's like a heat wave there. And you know, the Midwest in January and February is I'm not, I'm not built for that. So it's good to be back. It's good to see sunshine. Glad I missed the rain and uh, the wreck that like shut down a major intersection, but it's good to be back. Um, Got to see a lot of uh, friends and support system that uh, I value and uh, always good to, you know, have, you know, words spoken into you and, uh, you know, let you know that you're on the right path, that you need to fine tune some things. So I I love getting that from people um, that, that I value, that I, that I trust. Yeah, that's awesome. And so that leads us into our conversation today about the three, um, we won't say most important people that every business owner needs, but we'll say three important people that business owners need to have in their life. And so really just wanted to talk about how as a business owner, especially as like a single owner, it can get lonely at the top. Um, Also, you question things and you aren't always as a business owner an expert in every aspect of business and life. And so really just wanted to kick off the conversation today about who those people are that business owners should be surrounding themselves with. It takes a village, right? You know, I think we see that in our in our kids and in our family, it's always good to have a support system uh, in different aspects of life. You see that if you are a team member in a business, you have maybe you're lucky enough to have like a mentor program or like one on ones where you can relate to somebody. So it's no different as a business owner. Uh, we saw that people can operate head down in their business and not look up. They're uh, so involved running the day to day that they don't have um you know, people that they can actually commiserate with, celebrate with, whatever the situation. And and so I think that's the piece. It was very evident in COVID. Uh, we saw that a lot where people were um, sent to their corners, so to speak, and they, they couldn't, um, you know, come together at least physically. They had to do that in different ways. And it expanded the ways we use, um, you know, the different technology pieces that are now so ingrained in everyday life, whether it's Zoom, Teams, whatever that could be. So um, as you mentioned, it's very, it can be very lonely at the top. So uh, I'm sure that this is going to turn into a three things video. Um, But (laughs) the the first one is near and dear to our hearts. So as a business owner, we believe that uh, you need an accountant. And so, uh, you know, we obviously hold that seat down 
for a lot of uh, business owners and clients. Um, it's even cooler for us because you don't only get one person, you get a team of three uh, plus with, with that. But you do need somebody, uh, first off, that's helping you measure things, um, helping you capture data, measure that. And then also, how do you use that data to make decisions moving forward? And we believe a, a good accountant or a good accounting team is that easy step to get in place for a business owner and, um, you know, kind of get you onto the right path. Uh, business, I guess a business can be defined as there's intent for profit. You know, I, I don't know the legal definition. I don't have it in front of me right now, but if you are in business, the intention is hopefully profit at the end of the day. And so to measure that profit and to go make more profit, an accountant is, is very, uh, very useful in that. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, really as a business owner, uh, most people are very smart um, and have the skill maybe to do their own accounting. They have maybe knowledge and experience to make their own decisions. However, that's often not the best use of the business owner's time as far as tracking and measuring that data analyzing that data and using it to make decisions, yes, but actually gathering and tracking that data to be used is often better done by someone else who one can do it fast because they're experts and they have the technology uh, and skill to be able to do that. But also because for most businesses, the accounting is not bringing in revenue. Like that is not a revenue generating task that needs to be done. And so definitely the business owner has more um, important things that they can be doing rather than spending time doing that. Yeah, uh, it's always it's always good to think if you can be very candid with with clients or a prospect and in those meetings say, you know, only one of us is getting paid for accounting and it's not you. <laughs> So uh, why are you in business? Why do people pay you? It's, it, um, if you're coming to visit us, it's probably likely that you're not an accounting firm or an accountant. And so what do people pay you for? Is it accounting or is it something else? And um, that usually goes a long way and helps set perspective on, hey, if someone pays me to, I don't know, like build my website, well, why are you doing the accounting for your own business? Would would you hire an uneducated accountant to do that? Probably not. And so why are you taking that on? So an accountant is, is critical. Um, you know, there's a reason why accounting is built into all business programs. Uh, and, and it's just, you know, it is the language of business and the numbers do, I mean, they tell the story, um, and good data is worth a lot, um, in making those decisions. Yeah. And then the other piece of that, which you mentioned, um, is really just having that other person who is an expert at looking at the numbers and helping the business owner make confident decisions. So having a second opinion, um, but not just an opinion, uh, a second set of eyes that are looking at your actual financial data and helping you to make the best business decisions that align with your goals. So helping you stay accountable to your goals and helping you move closer to those based on your financial data and not just a, a general, maybe what someone else has done that's business doesn't even look like yours. 
Yeah, I think it, you go from general advice to specific advice. And, you know, you have a treatment plan or a roadmap to success that is written for you and, and your business versus relying on TikTok, relying on Facebook groups, whatever that other medium is uh, to help make decisions in your business. Your, your business is worth so much more than those, you know, forums of bad advice uh, that you have to rise above it. So, so accountant, that's, that's obviously very obviously uh, our near, number one. <laughs> near and dear to our heart. And uh, if you can get the team, uh, can get a team of accounting experts in for the price of an accountant, why wouldn't you do that? So um, yeah, that's number one. The second one, um, plenty of jokes out there about accountants, but even more jokes about attorneys. So <laughs> I think uh, the number two for a business owner is to have a good attorney. And with that, um, it, it's not you don't want to employ an attorney that you never want to call. Uh, you don't want to have somebody that you can't connect with, that you can't, that you don't want to sit across from the table at lunch, um, that you can't have a relationship with because, and that goes for the accountant too. Uh, that goes probably with anybody on your team. You don't want, you don't want to enter into a relationship with somebody that's so hard to connect with that you want to, that you avoid them. And so a lot of times, like attorneys are painted in this light that they're difficult to deal with. They're expensive, um, that they are just whatever, insert the joke, the pun, whatever it is, but they are worth their weight, um, to protect you. And so they are your chief protector, um, in, in good times and in bad. And so from how you structure your business to how you protect yourself with contracts and engagement letters, to, um, you know, if you do have an unfortunate situation where there is a lawsuit involved, how, how are you navigating those waters that could mean uh, life or death for the business? Um, how are you navigating those alone? And uh, the, I would not want to be in that situation to navigate those alone. For those who say that the attorney isn't expensive or I can't afford to hire someone maybe who I connect with. I can only afford, um, you know, this guy that does things at a reasonable rate, or I can only afford legal zoom. What would you say to them? That there's a disconnect between value and price number <laughs> one. Um, and so somebody's expensive is another person's, you know, cheap. Uh, so I think there's just like, there's somebody for everybody. And once you connect with a certain group of people, you have to get referrals based on the type of person you are, the based on the type of business you are, because maybe there's a connection there that, you know, if, if this person works with home builders, then, you know, they more, they can connect better with you as a home builder, if that's your industry. And so I think that's the piece that a lot of people don't think through and they just go to the attorney, maybe that's the nearest to them or that they showed up first on the Google search. Um, and they see it, they see law as a necessary evil, potentially, uh, law can, can, can be a strategic, you know, advantage, uh, in business, especially when we're talking about protection and the way that certain things are written to be avoided. That's very valuable. And you can't, get that value without the right legal team in place for you.
Yeah. I thought your answer to, uh, if someone says that they can't afford it, that your answer would be short and they can't afford not to have an attorney. Um, but that was good. That was, (laughs) that was a good answer. But so many times it's so costly if you don't do it right from the beginning that it ends up costing you way more, whether that's from entity selection or some type of litigation that you get into, or even just disputes amongst partners internally. And so it's really important that you do have an experienced attorney in what you are doing, what you are looking at. If you're selling a business or if you're buying a business or if you're starting a business, you want to make sure that that attorney has experience with that type of industry and also with that type of action that you're pursuing. So, um, yeah, those are all good. You may even have a team of attorneys like you, you, you're, you may have such a complex business, um, that you have somebody that's specific in contract law or business negotiation. You may have an intellectual property attorney that deals with trademarks and unique situations there. You may have a, like once you've created wealth, maybe you have a trust attorney or, you know, some type of putting different mechanisms in place to where, um, things exist beyond, beyond your lifetime. So I I think there law, law can be, you know, multifaceted and what we want you to have is at least one contact into law, um, and have a relationship with that person. That way, if something were to happen and you not have that relationship, it's a lot harder to find someone willing to accept, um, a case after something has happened versus you already being a client of theirs from the very beginning and them having intimate knowledge of you and your business. So you, you want to set the team from the very beginning, uh, and you want a team of all starters and that includes attorneys. Awesome. So we, of course, listed accountant first, attorney second, uh, rounding out that group. Who would you say the third person or persons um, that every business owner needs? Yeah, um, this is going to may sound super cheesy, but it's a friend or a support system. So um, not saying that your accountant or your attorney can't be that uh, for you, (laughs) but we would recommend, you know, just another um, outlet there as well. So I, I am very fortunate to have, uh, that in our life. And maybe that's a group of people. Maybe that's, uh, you know, you have people that surround you and that are a part of your life that have unique skill sets. and, uh, you know, whether it's faith or business or family, something specific that you're having an issue with, um, that they can speak truth into you and, you know, celebrate the good times and help you through the bad. And so I think those pieces are very important, um, in a business owner, because like you said, it can, it can get lonely. And the problem is you can't be fully transparent all the time, uh, with, with certain people with team, um, because you have a really bad day and you share, all the negative aspects like that person may not be able to absorb that because tomorrow you're on a high again, but they're still thinking that everything's coming down and you're going out of business. The same can be said for a spouse. Maybe a spouse is your support, but, um, this is, you know, speaking to you and me, like there, there's just certain things you probably like, it's no different than that team member. Like if you unload all the negative all the time, eventually that's going to get really old. 
And that person's going to be like, why are you still doing this? Like, this sounds awful. Like, maybe we should do something else. Maybe we should. Are you replaying conversations from no. the past couple of weeks or what are we yeah. doing here? <laughs> Who knows? I think that's the piece where if you can, if you can bounce that off of like a well-rounded person, which probably doesn't exist, or a group of people that support you in that manner, it will make life more enjoyable. You'll go through it, being able to gain another perspective and have somebody speak truth into you and give you the motivation to keep going. Talk a little bit about who you've identified and leaned into as far as like your network. I think a lot of your success and just your overall quality of life is improved because you have, I would say, an extensive network of support around you. So kind of talk about who you kind of lean into for the highs and the lows. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to speak at a young men's uh, service league. And the one thing that I left them with is, you know, you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with. And so in life, how do you go find those people that make you better, that bring your average up? And for, for me, that's going and finding people that have achieved certain pieces that I and they're not always like business achievements or financial achievements. It's, you know, maybe, maybe they are truly at peace and like, they are just fun to be around. So that like checks the box. And so that's usually what I look for is selfishly who, who can make me a better person, uh, who has gone before me and struggled through what I'm going to struggle through and seen what I've, uh, what I'm likely to see on this journey, whether that's in marriage, raising kids, running a business, whatever that may be. So I think that perspective is kind of where I come from um, to, to seek out others. Um, obviously, you try to, I try to seek out successful people. Um, you know, uh, it's just, I think failure and pain points do um, do add a lot of learning opportunity, but I also, I try to seek out people that have lived beyond those failures or those pain points. So, yeah. And I know like two pretty influential groups in your life. Um, one was a group that we reached out to a consulting group for accounting firms that were doing accounting in a different way. They were not running accounting firms or, uh, supporting accounting firms in a traditional setting. The idea was to do it differently. Um, they have helped us immensely. But within that group, not only was it a group of other firm owners, but actually designated coaches and the team of that consulting firm, the consultants, over the years have become friends. But I think along the way, they become friends because you're so open with those people about the highs and the lows and the specifics of the business. So from a business standpoint, I feel like that's been a huge network where you can really talk through those days where it feels like everything's falling apart. And then the next day is like the very best day you've ever had in business. And it really does protect the team from those very high highs and low lows. And then the other group um, actually is like a personal relationship, a group of guys that live in close proximity to us, but that are all business owners as well. 
And so they kind of come at it from that perspective that they are husbands and fathers and business owners, just like you, um, and in all different industries. So not just a group of accounting firm owners, but I really feel like those two groups have been very influential for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to do life without either of those and, and the connections within those groups. So, you know, give a shout out to RootWorks and everything that that's meant to us over our uh, business journey. And, you know, um, Darren, Andy, Alex, John, Wade, Amy, Sean, everybody there has played a part, you know, of our success and uh, whether they, they know it or not, but that's who I was, um, a majority of those people is who I got to see earlier this week and I'm very fortunate now because I'm somewhat help. Um, I'm the practitioner in the room a lot of times for discussions that are going on and how we can continue to shape uh, the accounting industry for, for the good and, and improvement on that side. So I'm very fortunate um, to be in the room with a lot of those people and have a deep relationship because we are invested in the industry. We do want people to keep getting better and I'm just there to share the stupid mistakes that we've made along the way and, and help people avoid them. So the other group is, you know, obviously uh, neighbors and friends who we've come close with, whether it's stage of life or just proximity in general. Uh, the cool thing there is a lot like I think most of those uh, four out of five, five out of six are business owners that have gone through some um type of journey in their business, whether it was a sale or some type of equity event, uh, growth beyond uh, a mat, like just growth beyond what they ever imagined. And you get to share stories and hear, hear the journey and, Hey, this is what I wish I would have known um, before, before this happened. And so I think those are the pieces that are so much more valuable uh, to me individually than you know, reading on a forum or, or taking it in um, some other way uh, without a personal connection. So that, those are, you know, in that third piece that uh, support that friend or that support, I'm fortunate enough that I get that cup filled a few different ways. Yeah. And I really think, and this is just me outside looking in and, and watching and hearing um, those relationships are so deep because you are able to ask the hard questions and the real questions of those people. I just remember when we were much, much younger and you would say, I emailed so-and-so and asked this question. And I'm like, you did what? You asked them what? And it was like, but now they know you don't know the answer to that. Like, I can't believe that you asked that. Um, but I think when we talk through those hard things or just a little bit more open with people, that's always going to help cultivate a much deeper relationship than if you are always the smartest person in the room or everything's always great around you. There's no way for people to get in and connect. Yeah. And I've been very fortunate. Like you said, I'll, I'll just, I mean, I am never the smartest guy in the room. Um, and the thing is just being open and honest with people. Um, maybe I, you know, just my uh, barrier to entry is low and I can just fire off an email because I don't think or call somebody. Been also very fortunate to have connections that allow me to ask those questions of certain people that I want to. 
Um, but yeah, if, if, if I were to get something like that and, and we have, um, it, it's a blessing to share that story or answer that, uh, question with others because like, you just want to, well, we just want to help others. And, you know, it's an open playbook over here. Like if you want to learn something, like I'll, I'll spend time with you. I'll, you know, walk you through what we did, what, what didn't work, what did work, where we saw efficiencies and, um, I've been fortunate enough on my path that people have shared their playbook and shared their experiences with me. So I'm always going to do that whenever somebody reaches out, um, as well. And, you know, even as you get further down the road and, you know, well into, um, you know, as far as maturity of life or of business, that that's ultimately what you value. Um, I think you value sharing sharing that with others and, you know, helping somebody else out beyond yourself and helping them to create something more, um, than they had whenever they first, uh, came to you. Yeah. And I think just one other, um, support system that's worth noting for people who are maybe a little bit more introverted or aren't comfortable sharing, um, with just maybe peers or uh, other business owners is to talk to a counselor. So that information is confidential. They're going to find out about you and your values and help you to lead your business in that way. So there's not such a huge disconnect. So even if you don't feel like there's a group of neighbors that I feel comfortable looking to, or maybe I don't want to pay to be part of an organization because I'm not gonna utilize it the way it needs to be used, um, look to a counselor and see uh, that's, always, that's always an option and always available. We have uh, people in our lives who are using counseling, uh, even via online through BetterHelp. And then, of course, I go to a counselor in person. So lots of different options there um, for getting support. Because, again, I think every business owner can sympathize with the very high highs and the low lows that come as a business owner. Yeah. And... Uh, a lot of my relationships are counselors are just not paid counselors. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, whether it's John, you know, listening, taking everything in and giving his advice, his counsel, same with others. Um, you know, I, it was funny because while I was away, you were meeting uh, with your, your person, your counselor. And whenever you went to put your next appointment on the calendar, uh, <laughs> you, it automatically populated uh, Marcus and Rachel with, you know, this person and it sent me an invite and I'm like, uh, like, uh, like, am I, am I going to counseling? Is this happening? Like, is there something more here? And yeah, you were like, uh, oh, that was, a, that was an accident. I think, I think you, you, you know, meant that as an accident and not something bigger, but. Yeah. Yeah. You did cover well by saying that if I needed you to go to counseling, you would do it for me. So I think you, you recovered well from that whole conversation. Yeah, I, I would go to, yeah, there, there's, there's people in my life I would go to counseling for and you're one of them. So, 
um, I, I probably make, you know, I'm the reason you're in counseling. So I figure I might as well go, um, sometime. <laughs> the, the hour, uh, sessions are like 90% about Marcus and 10% about other things. So <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't expect anything else. <laughs> Oh, well, this has been a great conversation. Business owners have so much influence um, and impact the lives of so many people, not only their close family and friends, but also the lives of all of their team members and potentially the lives of their clients and their clients' team members. So it's really important that you're not trying to do it all by yourself and don't feel the responsibility that everything is up to you if it's going to happen. So make sure that you have a good support system for sure in place. Yeah, I can have said it better myself. Thanks for hanging with us to the end of another episode. If you have thoughts, comments, or feedback you would like to share, please leave us a comment or review on your favorite podcast listening platform. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. Join us again next week for another great conversation.